Welcome to this week's episode of Shop Talk, a place where we go to work on ourselves. I have an exciting episode tonight, one of my favorite topics to talk about. But first, a trusted review or recommendation is very important to my consumer habits, and likewise, I take recommending products very seriously. A product line that I trust and recommend is Seeker Supplements. Use promo code LLH10 for Live Lionhearted at checkout for 10% off of your order. Seeker has a variety of products that are proudly made here in the United States, are rigorously tested for quality, and best of all, they taste great. As a family, we can't say enough about Seeker Live Beyond Average drinkable multivitamin. And what stands out to us are most of the levels of those key ingredients have shown to build strong immune systems, especially during this pandemic. You have your vitamins D3, C, zinc, and even an anti-inflammatory turmeric, along with a slew of other things. LBA has a more robust blend of these vitamins and minerals than the leading single-serve packets that you just mix with water. Um, and all of it has no added sugar for fl flavoring, and it still tastes pretty good. Uh, everyone in our family, including our kids, drink LBA daily. And if we forget, the kids are even hounding at us. Dad, I forgot. You forgot to give us LBA. Um, or even if we miss a morning, you know, after school, I'll come back. Dad, we didn't get LBA this morning. Uh, if you want to get on the path to better health in 2021, head over to run2gun2 and backslash shop. Use the promo code LLH10 to get 10% off at checkout. Again, that is run2gun.com backslash shop. Promo code LLH10. You can also find those on our website at livelionhearted.net under our sponsors and trusted partners link. So tonight I want to talk about self-awareness. Uh, self-awareness is one of those things that's vitally important. Um, it's a building block for everything we do, especially as it pertains to um, everything we're talking about with, with Shop Talk and Live Lionhearted. As we're going to work on ourselves and improve ourselves and add value to our lives and things like that, we need to have self-awareness. We need to understand where we're at. Uh, we talk a lot about, and, and we even did a couple podcasts on the big five, that personality assessment. And when it comes to those personality assessments, they're pretty much meaningless if you don't do anything with it, right? So I took this, this personality assessment, and I have the results. Okay, it says, and I'm going to focus a lot on the agreeableness one because um, that one was just very, very excessive of a measure for, for me and my particular personality. So it's one that I really focus on. Um, so I'll talk a lot about my, my agreeableness measure and metric tonight as going through this podcast. But if I just look at that and read the report and say, okay, agreeableness is, is extremely low, move about my day, it was worthless. That, that time, that energy, even the, the assessment itself is meaningless if I don't do anything with it. So the first step to, to doing something with it is trying to find it, um, trying to be aware of those things in, in your daily life. So let's, let's look at what is self-awareness. And it's really one of those things that we wish that, that other people had, but refuse to see our lack of self-awareness in ourselves, right? Which then breaks into question, do we really have self-awareness and, and do we understand it? And it's just kind of this vicious cycle. So when we look at self-awareness, it's really taking the time to be introspective and look at different things within ourselves. It's a very self-explanatory 
concept, but it's really hard to wrap our minds around the depth of self-awareness and the, the importance of it. So there's a couple different areas that I want to talk about tonight that, that have a root of self-awareness that really drives, drives it. So the first one I want to talk about is, is self-awareness in emotions. Um, and every once in a while you'll hear it's kind of become a buzzword in the last five years, give or take, emotional intelligence. And there's a couple different areas of emotional intelligence that um, play off. There's, there's self-awareness, social awareness, and the things that you, you – well, let's just work on the awareness stuff right now. So your, your self-awareness is how, how do I feel about my emotions, right? If we're talking about emotional intelligence, being aware of my emotions. Well, in order to get to that self-awareness of emotions, we have to first kind of understand what emotions are. And we talked a little bit about that with Max in our Big Five podcast um, regarding the, the personality trait neuroticism. And neuroticism is reaction to negative emotion. Well... Okay, let's look at we're we're high in neuroticism, then we're reactive to negative emotion. But what is a negative emotion? Emotions on themselves are neither positive nor negative; they're just are. But if you look at it more along the lines of negative response to an emotion, that's kind of where you get your neuroticism. So, for example, we look at. Um, some of the different emotions that we come up or that, that we feel throughout our day, frustration, um, happiness, joy, sadness, um, you know, some of those common ones that we look at. But there's different levels of emotions. There's, there's our primary emotions, secondary emotions, and maybe even tertiary emotions, depending on depending on the, the situation. Sometimes... An emotion could be just a secondary emotion. Sometimes it could be a, a tertiary emotion. Sometimes it just goes straight to primary emotion. But the important part of it is, is that you can look at those emotions and, and try and understand what they are, right? So you got to have some emotional literacy. Uh, being able to define what the emotion you're feeling is so that when you come across it, when you start to feel it in your life, that you can say, okay, I have awareness that this is what I'm feeling. Right, so for example, we, we look at um, stress, right? I just feel stressed out. Okay, well, that says something, but it doesn't necessarily say everything. So when we look at the emotion of stress, you know, stressed out or feeling stressed or anything like that, okay, what does what does that mean? And when we look at stress, okay, well, what what is stress? Stress means that you know I'm feeling I'm feeling just high anxiety. Okay, why? So you need to keep asking until you get to the root cause of why. Why, 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 until you get to that root cause and then all of a sudden you got it. Now that makes sense. Now I can define that. Now I can be aware of when that happens. Uh, and now I can, can adjust and, and regulate for those things. Um, so, so in my life, right, stress or frustration, things like that lead to um, why am I stressed or frustrated? Because typically it's that people aren't listening to me. Okay, well, why does that bother you? Well, because it just makes me feel unvalued or, um, you know, that not listen to part makes me feel like, okay, I'm not valued or um, that I know the best way to do something and it's not being respected. 
right? So we look at some of that. Now that turns into some scarcity. You know, I'm never good enough, things like that. Um, and it, it really turns into, for me, those feelings of stressed out. A lot of times that root causes or that root emotion is not really truly stressed out. It's really um, lack of feeling valued or or even to the sense of um, coming back to, to, I guess, self-esteem kind of ties into there. It gets a little bit muddy, but but the the process of digging into it more, the asking why, okay, what does that mean? Why does it, why does that make you feel that way? Why do you feel that way? Why do you feel that way until you can't ask it anymore? And getting to that root emotion really helps when it comes to the self-awareness of it. So, so in saying that then, as I look at, okay, well, I know that when I come into a situation at work where, you know what, I'm, I'm just, I know this. I'm telling you, I have data to back this up. This is a decision we need to make. This is this is the direction we need to go. And it feels like people are not listening, right? You, you get that sense like, I just need you to do what I told you. I just need you to do what I told you. The self-awareness side of that says, okay, well, how was that responded or how, how was that received as the people you're telling it to? If you get to a point where I'm just like, I just need you to do what I asked you to do, um, especially in, in my military career as being the commander, right? I just need you to do what I told you to do. Well, as a leader, that doesn't re- isn't received very well. As a leader, that comes off as, okay, well, he's just being a jerk or, or something along those lines. When in reality, I'm, nope, I know this is the right path to go. I know that this is when you do it. And when you don't listen, it feels like, or when we're not, executing on what I've said, you know, that I don't feel like I'm being respected. I don't feel like I'm being valued. I don't feel like I'm given the, the respect that I've earned in this position, things like that. Well, that may not be the case, but having the ability to have that self-awareness of saying, okay, what is this, what does this emotion really mean? And how is it being portrayed? Being able to sit there and go, okay, if I just come out and say, I just need you to do what I told you, you're not going to get the same response as, as coming into it from a different perspective. Like, Okay, help me understand why why we couldn't just do it this way or help me understand why. And even with that, there's some nuance and there's there's some different approaches to doing things that way. But the self-awareness, right? I can't I can't be aware of what my emotion is and the ability to regulate it without understanding first what it means. Okay, well, if I just treat how stressed I am, Okay, well, if you're stressed out, maybe try some green tea or things like that. Well, that doesn't get to the root cause of what I'm doing. That's just putting a Band-Aid on a sucking chest wound. It's not really solving the problem, right? I can keep adding oil to my engine when it's leaking oil, but that doesn't fix the problem. So instead of just treating the symptom, let's dig in and see what the real problem is and fix the problem. And I don't say fix your emotions, but but address them. Um, So first got to understand what emotions are. And there's, there's plenty of literature out there. Emotions are concepts and, and ways of feeling, and it's very subjective. So um, I'd encourage you to, to really look at, into some of that if it's something you're interested in. Um, reach out. You know, we have on the website, we have the ability to connect with us. Um, there's plenty of resources, even just to talk through them. And, and if you need some help um, understanding some of the emotional side, please just reach out to us, drop us a line. We'll I mean, more than happy to talk that over. 
but it's really hard to be self-aware of our emotions if we don't know what emotions are or can't define what those emotions are. The other next thing I want to talk about is self-awareness in relationships. And we, we touched on a little bit here with the emotional side of it is that, you know, a lot of times when we, we work in our jobs and things like that, those, those are where those emotions or those relationships really start to show. Um, a lot of times we look at, you know, our senior leadership. Man, those guys just don't get it. They really just don't have they don't have any awareness of, of what it comes off like to the rest of us. Okay, well, maybe that's true. I mean, could be true. It could, could be just a different perspective. But that goes back to the, you know, we wish other people had self-awareness but lack it in ourselves. So one of the things that's been really challenging and important to me is is being able to that agreeableness, that that very low agreeableness for me in the Big Five, is um, you know becoming aware of that, becoming aware of that lack of agreeableness. You know, I'd always uh, in different mentors throughout my career and my adult life. You know, he'd always, I'd always be coached on you the way you talk to people. They just you you seem like a jerk, or or worse when when the way you talk to people, you talk down to them. Well, it took a lot of training to be aware of, okay, when when I'm starting to say these things, okay, this is how it's being received. And even to that point, um, when I got to the point where I could start to control what I was actually saying, it was really hard to control my facial expressions. Um, I'd, I'd get a lot of grief about the Jared look where, you know, he'd always say, you can always tell when when he thinks you're stupid because he'll cock his head to the side and look at you like he's a confused dog. Um, and he would always give me a hard time with that because he's like, even if you, you say the right things, once you turn your head to the side, I immediately just tune out what you're saying because I'm just, I just know you think that I'm stupid. Um, so being able to control that and being able to be aware of that, it took a lot of work. Um, and even even still now, you know, when it comes back to having that awareness of those those emotions, saying that, okay, I know that once I start to become stressed out, that I start to lose my focus on reacting to that low agreeableness, right? So when I start to get stressed out or when I start to get frustrated, it becomes a lot harder for me to focus on handling relationships and handling conversations and that natural state of low agreeableness comes out. So when I start to get stressed out, it's very easy for me to hit a certain point and just, I don't care, just you have to do what I say or, or make comments like that and the tone doesn't come and my head will, you know, give the Jared look and things like that. But the awareness of that, that it takes to control that and I don't, Control it isn't necessarily the right way to say it, um, but to be able to regulate it, right? I, there's times when, when that natural lack of agreeableness is important to have, and there's times when that's, that's needed. But there's also times when it's easier to catch flies with honey than, what is it, salt? I don't remember what the phrase is, but it's easier to catch catch flies with honey, right? That 
it's easier to control that and to regulate myself say okay now is not the time for for me to be disagreeable now is not the time for me to you know what i know i'm right and i could point it six ways from sunday that, that i know that what i'm saying is the right way but it's better to rely on the the pointed questions or socratic method that that lets you self-actualize for yourself say oh no i think i think you got it right or i think we should go with this and having that self-awareness to say that okay i know that that sign right that sign when i start to get a little bit tense or when i start to you know really clinch my jaw or if i see my head you know whenever i'm looking if i see my head start to turn okay that's a sign that nope you need to take a breath focus okay how what's the what's the right approach to dealing with this situation right but that takes time that takes self-awareness that takes practice to be able to see what those things are that self-awareness is the building block to being able to get better now not to say that it's still that i'm changing who i am or that it's still not my natural state to be that but to understand that relationships need to be built um, and and that's you know my true desire as i look at you know, my mission statement and, and, my, and my personal mission in life is to influence people and help them achieve their goals. I can't help them achieve their goals if I can't connect with them. And if I can't connect with them because I seem condescending in the way I talk, that's probably not my intent. I mean, sometimes it is, but it's probably not my intent to be condescending. But having awareness of the way that I come across to people is important in order to build relationships. And if I don't build relationships, then I can't help people attain their goals. So it all, like, like I said earlier, that self-awareness is a building block to make it all possible. Next thing I wanna talk about is, is self-awareness in, in your goals, right? So if I look at, you know, I've looked at self-awareness in, in managing myself with, with my emotions, self-awareness in managing my relationships with others, well, now how about self-awareness and managing my goals? If I know that that this is where I want to be in life, if I know this is where I want to get to, I need to have self-awareness and do some self-checks of where I started, where I'm at right now, right? Because you can't, first thing you need to know on a map is where I'm at now. I can see where I want to go, but that doesn't help me if I don't know where I'm at. So to have that self-awareness and say, okay, this is where I'm at. This is where I know that I'm standing right now. This is the steps I need to take to get where I need to go. That self-awareness is one of the most important start steps of the journey because it tells you where you're it it tells you the direction you need to go. If I say, okay, you know, I'm I'm sitting in Harrisburg right now and I need to get to I need to get to Minneapolis, but I think that I'm in, I don't have good self-awareness and I think that I'm in Watertown, right? I'm not going to be able to take this, the right path to get to where I need to go. And it's going to, from the start, I'm going to be off course. Um, so having that self-awareness is, is important. You know, and I'll give you an example of last weekend, we went fishing with my parents um, there's a little stock pond that we went to and as we were going around you know my my oldest son Braden and I um, we went to fish on the opposite side of the pond you know 
see if we could catch something over there. And as we were walking around, I mean, just tons and tons and tons of frogs were were jumping in the water. They were standing on the or sitting on the shoreline, kind of sunning themselves, warming up. Excuse me. And and as we get closer, they begin to jump in. They begin to jump in. And uh, so we kind of gave up on fishing for a little while and just tried to catch catch frogs. Um, but he was starting to get really frustrated because we couldn't get close enough to him. They'd see us coming, and he couldn't get close enough to him to even grapple him. So as we were walking along and, and really seeing, you know, okay, you have to look 10 feet ahead and see the frog before so that you can kind of be sneaky and get up to it. He didn't understand that concept. You know, he would just keep walking along, same pace, and just once the frog jumped, then he would see where it was. Well, if your goal is to catch a frog, you need to be aware of where you're at. You need to be aware of why the frog is jumping. You know, the frog is jumping because it sees you coming. You're wearing a red shirt. I don't know if frogs can see colors, but you're wearing a bright colored shirt moving towards it and you're a lot bigger than the frog so the frog is scared and it jumps in in order to attain your goal you have to have the self-awareness to say okay here's where i'm at here's here's what the problem that i'm facing is but here's where i'm at in this problem so in order to solve the problem in order to get over this hurdle to achieve my goal maybe i need to walk more slowly maybe i need to see the frog further away and see which direction the frog is facing so that I can come up behind the frog and it doesn't have as good of a chance of seeing me. Very innocuous example, but it still shows the the importance of saying, okay, I need to take a step back and be intentional and, and, and reflect on where I'm at in this, in this situation, where I'm at in achieving my goals if I want to succeed at those goals. We never did catch a frog, but he did get close enough to touch one once. Um, so, but it's it's interesting in just how many different places and different ways that self awareness plays plays a part in our lives. And if we want to be able to continue to grow, continue to take that one one percent better, continue to take that next step at being better, we need to understand where we're at. We need to understand what those things are that help us get there. So we ask, how do we do that? How do I get better at self-awareness? Well, there's a couple different ways that, that I usually recommend. The first one is, is to just journal. Um, it takes a lot of intentionality to be self-aware and self-reflective. Uh, one of the great things to be able to do that is to just journal. You know, if, we, if, if you work in, a, in an industry where you know, have set scheduled meetings or things like that, you know, work into, I have a meeting from 10 to 11 that from 11 to 11.10 is just reflection time on that, on that meeting, that that next 10 minutes, I'm just going to go journal exactly how I feel it went. You know, as time goes on and you start to get more experience with self-awareness that maybe it's not every hour you have to journal and, and reflect on how that hour went. Maybe it's once a day, you know, as you continue to stretch it out and continue to get better, once you do that journaling, then you can start to, that self-awareness starts to make itself 
its presence known and you start to be able to do it on the fly right as in the middle of a conversation if i start to turn my head i'm like okay no that self-awareness but i've it's taken a lot of time and a lot of pages of journaling to say okay where was it like what what was my thought what was my emotion right before i could tell that there was a shift in the conversation right it was going good we we're having a good conversation until one point where i just thought man that was the craziest thing i've ever heard or that makes no sense to me and then somehow the conversation went off the rails well it was probably because i just kind of turned my head and gave the look like i don't what are you saying i don't even think we're speaking the same language anymore and then from there you know the conversation digressed and, and it, it got a little bit uncontrollable well taking the time to reflect on that journal and say okay well this is where it was this is what i was feeling and all of a sudden it just went crazy it was like okay well what was it about that moment well, I might have thought to myself, I don't understand this. Okay, well, now when I start to think to myself, okay, when I don't understand something, what am I doing? What's my physical, my body language? What's my you know, appearance look like? What do I say? How do I respond? What's my tone look like? Asking those questions of why, but it takes time to understand where those points come up. And part of that comes from, you know, the easiest way to do that is from journaling. You know, and then eventually it gets to the point where it evolved into the to the point where anytime you you have the opportunity, it just comes naturally, right? I was walking along the pond and my son just getting frustrated that he couldn't catch a frog and there was an opportunity for self awareness. And he just going fishing. So the big way that that I like to encourage it is to to get a journal. And be intentional about journaling um, and it's it's everything it's you know if, if it's a if it is a, a rough conversation just write exactly how you're feeling write exactly how you know I don't say dear diary but dear diary you know this this guy pissed me off and I, I can't believe it and this and this and this and just completely vent on that paper and then as you're going through and you know, take some time, whether it's the end of the day or the very next day, go back and read through it. And when you're coming back with a clean, clean mind, clear, you know, clear thoughts and go and read through it again, you begin to look and go, wow, I, I mean, if it was me on the receiving end of this interaction, I don't think I would take it very well. And then you start to see, okay, well, if I wouldn't like to receive a conversation or if I wouldn't like to be treated the way that I just treated this person, can't imagine they did either so be then you start to be okay now how how do I counter this how do I how do I start to control this behavior uh, you know like with me and my agreeableness or lack thereof that as it comes back to man you know I guess I probably wouldn't like if someone talked to me in a condescending tone either so what do I need to do to, to prevent myself from doing that? As a, as a phrase starts to come, or if I start to get condescending thoughts, or even to the point where you start to look at physiological responses, right? I know that if I start to clench my jaw, then I'm starting to get into that area where my anxiety is raising, where I'm starting to focus more on, on my thoughts are going away from being able to control that 
that appropriate communication and starting to go into um, I'm being stressed, I'm being frustrated, things like that, and then that's when those those go off the tracks. So self awareness is a is a vastly important thing in our lives and our growth and our development. Um, as as we continue to go on and and do more of these podcasts, you know, it's even come to the point where sometimes I don't go back and re-listen to my own podcast and you know a couple of the guests that I've had I'm like I'm not going to listen to it like it was fun to do but I'm not going to listen to it because I don't want to hear the way I sound understandable I don't often listen to my own stuff either because I'll sit there and pick it apart and and be um, very self-critical of it but if I look at it as as an opportunity for self-awareness and achieving my goals that's exactly what I need. I need the ability to, to have self-awareness. I need the, the reflection on, all right, well, you stuttered here a little bit or you lost your train of thought and it was apparent uh, or you said um too many times. You need that self-awareness to be able to grow. And, and now when I, when I get on, a, on a, a mental path where I'm like, man, I kind of lost my train of thought, but I'll get it back. Or, or trying not to say um so many times because it reduces my credibility. That self-awareness is important. And it comes from different avenues. Just because it says self-awareness doesn't mean that it may not be a suggestion from a from an outside source, right? I've had, um, again, one of my mentors you know, talked about the Jared look or the way I talk to people. Or even when I started this endeavor, you, you're saying um too many times. It, it makes you lose credibility. Well, sometimes it's frustrating and hard to hear. But the, the, the assuming positive intent, right? say, no, he cares about me. He really wants me to succeed in life. He really wants me to do better. So he's giving me these, these helpful tips. And... Although they may be painful at first or, or cause us to be defensive or anything like that, that self-awareness of saying, you're just being defensive. You really were saying um too many times. You're just being defensive. You're not listening. You're hindering your own growth. You're hindering your own succeeding at, you know, at completing your goals. You're hindering your own progress because you're just being defensive and being a little turd right now. Stop saying um. Focus on what you're supposed to be saying. Go back and listen to your podcast again. Maybe not for the content, but maybe for the production value. And in doing that, help raise yourself. You know, grow that 1% every day. So with that, I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. Um, please, please go ahead and... and if you're enjoying these podcasts, please drop us a line. Please comment on, on any of the platforms, Facebook. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, put a comment in, in there saying yes. You know, Give us some feedback on it. Um, help me with some of the, the things that um, I need to be aware of. If you're enjoying it, if you have you know, content that, or, or a story or, or value that you think you could add to people's lives, Please just reach out to us. Um, again, I'm I'm very intentional in wanting to connect and, and build that relationship. So 
Um, even if it's just, you know, hey, can we get a cup of coffee or can we, you know, hang out for a little bit or just chat over over a Zoom call or something like that, please reach out. Um, it's very important to me to be able to connect with you guys. Um, please comment if you're on on YouTube. If you're on anywhere else, podcasts are are, are found Apple I, or Apple Podcasts now. Uh, Spotify, anywhere like that, please give us those those ratings as you see appropriate. Um, that really helps kind of build the platform and, and get more experience and more of a following. Um, with that, please don't forget to visit our website at www.livelionhearted.net. And thank you for tuning in.